And now over to Brandon and Greg for a very special episode of Coastal Elites. So today is, um, it's, it's Friday. It is the, uh, 24th of June, um, in the year of our Lord, 2022, um, this morning at about a quarter till 11 AM, uh, Eastern daylight time. Uh, the story broke that um, the United States Supreme Court had officially overturned the Dobbs v. Jackson ruling, which in turn basically eliminated Roe v. Wade, um, which basically eliminated all protections um, for anyone to have access to uh reproductive healthcare, specifically abortions. Um, people safe, are safe, safe, safe mm-hmm. abortions. Um, people are feeling a, a lot of things today. Um, there's a lot of anger. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, um, people are afraid. Uh, people are upset. Um, there is, there is some blame that is being thrown around. Some of it is being laid at the feet of the correct people. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of it is not. Um, Mm -hmm. But Brandon and I felt it was important to um, do this episode more to um, address what comes next Uh because justice Thomas said in um, his draft on, on the ruling um, that this, this was just the beginning for them. Uh Um, That's what the bastard said. He specifically mentioned uh, the rulings that, gave us gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he specifically mentioned the rulings that um, allowed for uh, contraception to be mm-hmm. legally <clears throat> sold. Um, yep. You know, so those are just the stepping stones. Uh, you know, next is going to be probably everyone's right to privacy in their healthcare choices. Mm-hmm. Next step is, you know, the the loving decision could be on the chopping block in the future which he left off immediately in his opinion he left that off yeah because it directly affects him um but you brought up something very important this whole idea of right to privacy so in the constitution there is nothing that directly says that people have a right to privacy 
there's nothing that explicitly says that. However, it is inferred that that is a right that we have, unalienable rights. Um, so with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, that puts into motion this idea that right to privacy is no longer constitutional. And Greg, you brought up a good point that this is going to actually, you know, impact gay marriage because that was actually based on right to privacy, which was the precedent that was set by Roe v. Wade. And I'm going to take it a step further. There was a case in Texas, I want to say back in 2003 or 2004, um, that basically said, well, just to kind of give you the, um, the background, there was a gay couple that was having sex in their home. Someone called the cops on them. The cops came and knocked down their door and arrested them and charged them with um, an old law that basically said that having anal sex is against the law in the state of Texas. Those men sued, and it was Lawrence versus Texas. So in Lawrence versus Texas, the Supreme Court basically said, well, yeah, you have a right to privacy. That was out of line. So it made gay sex legal. <laughs> it's also important to note uh, Lawrence versus Texas was explicitly named in Justice Thomas's opinion mm -hmm. on on this decision. Um, you know, but you know these things are again stepping stones. You know, because we go we go from gay marriage to contraception mm -hmm. to the loving decision to brown versus board of education mm -hmm. to you know it, any decision that the supreme court has made in the last i'll say 100 years honestly yeah, since its inception you know nothing is off the table now mm. um it's a dangerous dangerous precedent has been set um and, and precedent is important especially with lawyers lawyers are told to look at precedent in cases like don't go against the precedent whatever the precedent states or says that's what we follow so this particular supreme court that is six three six conservatives which means those were six um justices that were appointed by republicans and three liberals three justices that were appointed by democrat presidents um democratic presidents um but it, most of these cases because we can go back to the miranda case which we can go back to, also which, this week that was exactly six three decision on that one i think the loving i'm not loving but i think this one that overturned roe v wade i think it was five four but some other outlets are saying six three there's some you know yeah um confusion there either way we're in this situation because of voter apathy, especially in midterms. And people want to say, well, what does voting have to do with this? It has a lot to do with it. Because I want to go back to the 2000 election and voter apathy in Florida and in other states that could have been swing states that could have broke the election for Gore, voter apathy set in. So George W. Bush was able to become president because the Supreme Court basically stopped their recount in Florida and said, well, wherever it stands now, that's the winner, right? 
Then we had, you know, the 2008 election with Barack Obama and everyone was like, yay, change. Then what happened? So in the 2008 election, 69 million votes, 69 million people voted for Barack Obama. But then in the 2010 midterm, 39 million people voted on the Republican side and like 37 million or maybe 34 million that people voted right. on the Democratic yeah. side. Guess what happened? Republicans were pushed into office and, Repu- and Democrats were knocked out of office in the House. The Senate still held on, but barely. Then we had the 2012 election. Barack Obama was reelected. Still, the House was still in Republican hands and the Senate still held on. But then there was a drop off in 2014. That's when the Senate changed from Democrat control with Harry Reid being the Senate majority leader and flipped to Republican control with Mitch McConnell becoming majority leader. And then what happened that really set shit off was that in February 2016, Antonin Scalia died. The Supreme Court was no longer 5-4, it was 4-4. We had a 4-4 Supreme Court. (laughs) Four liberals, four conservatives, or four, three liberals, one swing voter, Kennedy, and four conservatives. Hillary Clinton was the Democratic nominee for president. And she said, whoever is elected president in November of 2016 will have the power to appoint, to nominate three to four Supreme Court justices. She said the Supreme Court was on the line. Most of us that were engaged said the Supreme Court is on the line. You may not like her. I liked her. I thought she was phenomenal. You may have been upset about her emails or that bullshit that was pushed out about her saying that black men are super predators. She was talking about gang members are super predators when they go and recruit young people. And if you just automatically thought of black people with that, then that's something wrong with you. Um, She laid it out and said, look, I'm the only thing that's standing between the United States and the apocalypse. And then guess what happened? Many of you were like Bernie or bust. Bernie Sanders stayed in the primary longer than he should have because there was no way that he could win the primary. People don't really like Bernie. (laughs) They don't like him. But there's this fallacy that people like him. They don't. But he stayed in too long to bloody up Clinton just enough that it would give Donald Trump some equal footing and the media played a role in that too with the whole emails and all that bullshit. Yeah. And mind you also, Bernie Sanders said all this talk about women's issues and abortion, that's, that's, um, what was his actual words? A distraction. Yeah. He said it was a distraction. He that said, we should be talking about the issues that connect us. Yes. Well, women's issues connect us. It wasn't a distraction. It was reality. So Donald Trump is elected president in November 2016. He takes office in January of 2017. Mind you that one Supreme Court seat is still open that Mitch McConnell refused to allow a vote on when Merrick Garland was nominated by Barack Obama. So Donald Trump nominates his guy, 
Now the Supreme Court is back to being 5-4. Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies <laughs> in 2020. Guess what? Donald Trump gets to nominate another Supreme Court justice. Well, that was the third. Let me back up. Kennedy resigns out of the blue. Suspiciously. Suspiciously resigns out of the blue. And that's how we got Kavanaugh. And then with Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away, then we have Amy Comey Barrett. And for anybody that says that Ruth was selfish for staying on the court, knowing that she was sick and knowing that she was old, fuck you. I just... You know, it becomes this thing where, you know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired um, because she she was old and she was sick. And that that seems to be this sentiment in, you know, pockets of the Internet, you know, but those that same feeling and that same anger you know, isn't extended to, um, who's the other one that died? Scalia? Scalia. That wasn't extended to Scalia. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody says that, you know, he should have retired. Or Rehnquist. Yeah. No one said about Rehnquist. And also, had she retired and Barack Obama appointed another justice, guess what? The court would have still been 5-4. Yeah. Still would have been 5-4 because of apathy in the midterm elections. And, 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 And apathy in 2016. You know, it's a, a, a fantastic point was made um, on, on Twitter earlier, and I wish I can remember who said it. Um, so if, if I'm talking about your tweet, thank you uh, for this. Um, this person said that um, when Democrats tell you to vote, it's not about the act of voting. You're building political power. You are building political capital. You know, this idea that is being spread by terminally online far left individuals that um, Former President Obama had a supermajority for his entire tenure. Uh, that's incorrect. He had a supermajority for exactly 72 days. 72 days. Um, this idea that now um, President, now that President Biden is in office, um, that we as Democrats now control the White House, Congress, and the Senate is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a 12 vote majority in the House. We have a, there is a razor thin margin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this midterm election that we are now barreling towards, there is no margin for error in the House at all, None. period. None. Um, you know, if if this all goes left, we're fucked mm-hmm. for more than a generation. Yes. You know, in reference to the Senate, the Senate is split 
And even then, it's not in our favor because there are 49 Democrats, one independent. No, I take that back. 48 Democrats. There are, there are, there's even less than that. Oh, well. Um, because. Well, if, mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and. 46 Democrats. 46 Democrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, 50 Republicans. And then you add in Manchin and Cinema, who, you know, cannot be trusted for shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not reliable. Because Manchin, let's be honest, Manchin is from West Virginia, which is a solidly red state. Yeah. And unfortunately, we need Manchin so that we can have some type of a majority in the Senate. And while we're on the subject of mansion, you know, saying that somebody needs to primary him, um, get him out of office, so on and so forth. Um, Joe Manchin is the only Democrat who can win in that state. Thank you. The only fucking one. The only one. You know, you want to make Joe Manchin obsolete. Elect more Democrats to the Senate. Sherry Beasley is right fucking there. Val Demings right there. Val Demings is right fucking there. You know, any number of these other Democrats are right there. You know, Val Demings can win. Yes. Sherry Beasley can win. Yes, yes. Um, what's his name in Ohio? He's actually being Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan is being Tim very Ryan can win. Has a possibility to win. We also have to make sure that we hold Georgia with Raphael Warnock and we yeah. hold Arizona with, with Mark Kelly. And Minnesota is winnable, especially <laughs> with Ron Johnson and his foolishness that he did during uh, yeah. an insurrection. I you just, know. you know, this is, and, you know, there, there is a coordinated effort um, of, well, we already voted. To, to be so naive to think that one general election will fix everything. You know, who raised you? Obviously somebody who don't fucking know raised shit. you? Can I, you know, can... One paycheck is not going to pay off your house. One tank of gas is not going to get you everywhere you need to go. You have to fill up multiple times. And then you also have to put maintenance on, do maintenance on your car. But can I say something? Yeah. Roe, v. Roe v. Wade is 50 year, was 50 years old. Republicans hated it. Conservative Republicans hated it for 50 years. They voted in every single election, whether it was the the national presidential election or the national midterm elections and even local elections and state elections. They voted consistently in every election for 50 damn years. Some of them died before seeing this this law and this protection being overturned. One thing I've always admired about Republicans and I can't say I admire a lot, but one thing I've always admired about, admired about Republicans is that they are very um, disciplined when it comes to voting. And they're, cons- they're consistent. consistent. Their consistency and their discipline in voting is, in my opinion, admirable. I admire yeah. that. That's the only thing. And, that's- and if, if the left, if Democrats can do that and be consistent, and, 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 and be very um, engaged with voting, then this country would never veer right. But then you have people like AOC and, 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 and you know, musty titties Nina Turner 
and 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 court you have all these people these squad members these far left members these bernie sanders disciples out here saying that voting doesn't matter they don't want voting to matter they don't want you to think voting matters because if you knew that voting mattered and you voted like voting matters then they will be obsolete they want republicans to regain control because that adds money to their pockets they don't give a fuck about our rights all they care about is their pocketbook and being on tv you know, and and we've we've said this before. Okay, um, I have said this before. Um, you know, we are now at a point once again where you know, and I'm I'm speaking to the white people that listen to this show, all fifteen of you. Um, you have to have the hard conversations now. Like, this is not, well, maybe, no, now is the time. You have to have those conversations. You pussyfooted around it. And, you know, now we're on the edge of a precipice. Like, you have, now is the time. Talk to your Republican family members. Mm-hmm. You have to. Like, this is, this is no longer a, well, you know, maybe, maybe enough people will be mad about this that, you know, I won't have to do anything. We're beyond that. Well, all hands on deck. Yeah. Like now Republicans are going to fight harder because they want gay marriage gone. Yes. You know, they, they fucking... Shit, they want they want my black ass back in chains. I'm I said it. I said it. You know, look at it like this. Um fellow fellow clears. Um you know, especially uh white women. Hmm. Um it's only a matter of time before they come for your right to vote. It's only a matter of time before they decide that um, you can't have a job. Mm-hmm. You can't have your own bank account. You can't have a credit card. You know, the, the first woman to ever have her own credit card, she turned 48 this year. Mm. 48, that's not... That's like 11 years older than me. Yeah. Um, I, I just, y'all act like fat meat ain't greasy. And an elephant ain't heavy. That, y'all, y'all act like shit don't stink. Yeah. And then when the shit hits the fan, then you up in arms and saying, well, Biden needs to do something now. He needs to do something. What can he do with a slim majority in the House and the Senate? Okay, he puts out an executive order. Do you think any of his executive orders are going to survive a 6-3 Supreme Court that's conservative? Nope. And talk about expanding the court? The court needs to be expanded. With a slim majority in the Senate, you think that's going to happen? Also, FDR, as popular as he was, tried to expand the Supreme Court with court packing. It didn't work. Nope. Luckily, he had big enough majorities that he was able to, you know take the hit of losing like a hundred Democrats in the house 
and yeah. dozens of Democrats in the Senate. Yeah. That like that that shit like quit with these fallacies about you know these out of these out of order these stupid ass ideas. Let's and you know what while we're talking about this, let's address one um, that I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, that came from Parker Malloy, who said that uh, if Bernie were president, uh, that he would be going scorched earth. And someone asked her specifically, you know, how? how? Give us, give us an, you know, some ideas of, you know, what what a Sanders administration might do uh, to in this moment. Um, one of her responses was that um, a Sanders presidency would ignore the court ruling uh, that he would issue executive orders, uh, that he would bully Manchin and Cinema uh, to the point that they would uh, vote to codify uh, Roe. Um, <laughs> Parker, um, are you on crack? Th- that hard, she on, she, that person's on meth. Like, the same Bernie Sanders that is the chair of the, the is it the budget? What is he the chair yeah, of? Finance. Finance committee chair that could even get the votes to get. For $15 minimum wage. Thank you. This guy's going to bully Manchin and Cinema. They were laughing his damn face. Hillary Clinton said nobody likes Bernie. But beyond that. <laughs> um, He's not if, if a president specifically ordered states to ignore a Supreme Court ruling, they would be impeached in 10 seconds. Yes. And he would be convicted and removed from office for abuse of power. Mm -hmm. It's like they want Democrats to abuse power so bad. And that's the wrong mindset to have. I don't want my leaders abusing power. No. I don't want that happening. I want them to do what's right. I want them to follow the law and the rules. Just because the other side is doing it doesn't mean that we need to do it. Yes. You know, that's bullshit. Um, I, I, it, it's just funny how they say if Bernie was president, blah. If Bernie was president, <laughs> um, good luck with getting those executive orders through. Yeah. Because every last one of them will be shot down. Good luck with actually having a Senate majority or a House majority. Because so many states would have probably put conservatives in these swing districts, it wouldn't have even been funny. Like no. it, and it, because like and, and socialism doesn't fly in a lot of places. Doesn't. Nobody wants that shit here. You know, 20, 20, like nobody. And and has Bernie tweeted about Roe v. Wade? Uh, yeah, he got lit up, lit the fuck up, um, as he should have. Again, la- last I checked, there were probably close to a thousand tweets in his comments um, that were just the video of him calling Planned Parenthood uh, the establishment. The establishment. Planned Parenthood that that provides health care for women. Yeah. You know, so I it will always be fuck Bernie Sanders. I never trusted Bernie Sanders. I was like, where did this guy come from? 
he would have primary Barack Obama. But the he fear said him, specifically that, that he, he would. would. Exactly. But there was a fear there of him being labeled racist as fuck. That's the one thing that probably stopped him from primary Obama. Yeah. And Barack Obama would have lit his ass up. And also, you know, while we're while we're discussing, you know, fallacies, um, this idea that, oh, well, um, they need to set term limits immediately. Uh, that's been tried multiple times over multiple decades. Mm-hmm. And every time it is struck down and deemed as unconstitutional. That's why that's not being brought up right now. Thank you. Because it's a losing game. It's like, y'all, the one thing that you can do or that you could have done is vote. Th- this, this all voter apathy is, is, is the basis of all this bullshit. Yeah. Um, I, oh, also, also another, another fun one uh, that I saw today. Um, there was a gentleman who, uh, whose name I forget, uh, he's nobody important, nobody I've ever seen before, um, said in a, in a tweet shortly after the news broke um, <laughs> that uh, the GOP has essentially lost the um, suburban white woman vote uh, for the rest of eternity. Uh, to which I responded, I, you must be new. Hmm. Um, because if grab them by the pussy wasn't enough, they don't give a fuck about this. They don't. Because this is not going to affect them. Mm-mm. You know, just like um, politics girl. You know, oh, well, the dim messaging is anxiety-inducing. And, you know, you use that large platform and you complain about the messaging instead of using that large platform to amplify the messaging that's already there. Thank you. um, She's going to be fine. She's worth $5 million. She makes $200,000 a year. She'll be fine. If she has an unwanted pregnancy, she'll just hop the border somewhere. Or she'll go to a state that allows it. Yeah. You know, you know, Susan Susan Sarana will be fine. You know, miss, I don't vote with my vagina. No one But you're to... awfully vocal today, Susan. Very vocal, bitch. And I said it. I called her a bitch. <laughs> my filter's off today. I'm <laughs> all just all all transparency. I'm drinking right now. <laughs> I and it's very strong. I have vodka and ginger beer. You know, I made me a, a mule. And and it's it's and extra vodka so i'm lit right now <laughs> so my filter is off <laughs> i am not drinking because i am technically still working yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry um, i was off today <laughs> it, I, but, but that bitch again susan sarandon can suck it from the back as somebody farts in her face and gives her pink eye in both motherfucking eyes jesus after eating Taco Bell. God damn. I said what I said. Um, it's, you know, we were, I, I said at the beginning that uh, there was, there was a lot of blame being laid at, you know, people who didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, you know, 
first and foremost, um, if you're a white person, uh, don't not all white people in <laughs> black people's mentions uh, this weekend or ever. You about to get um, lit the fuck up. Yeah. He, Greg is warning y'all. If you value your feelings, you would tread lightly. Don't do that shit. Because when um, we say white people get it together, we, you know we don't mean all white people. Yeah. And, you know, Brandon's not talking about uh, specifically black people hurting your feelings. I'm having no part of it. No, he's not. Um, you know, I today alone have lost 200 Twitter followers because mm. they hopped into a black person's mentions mm. and decided, well, not all white people. And I said, well, obviously it applies to you. Mm. A hit dog will holler. Every time. Every time. Like, <laughs> if, if it doesn't apply to you. Let it fly. And if it didn't apply to you, you wouldn't feel the need to comment. No. You know, I, I see you know, white people shit on, on Twitter all the time. And I, I know it doesn't apply to me. Um, so I don't, I don't respond unless it's funny. And then, you know, yes. Um, cause nine times out of 10, it is. Yeah. Um, and it's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> um, but just, and then somebody you know, had, somebody had the nerve to like try to come from Miss Denise Y'all are going to stop that right now. Like white people. I swear to fucking God. Talking about she, she doesn't know what it feels like to watch people die from abortion. Bitch. She had a classmate, a, a, a roommate in her dorm bleed out after an abortion and die. So she knows what the fuck she's dealing with. She's telling you what you need to do yeah. in order to, you know, stay engaged and keep fighting because every time something bad happens, People, I'm done. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna run away. You a punk ass bitch. Yeah, like you know, things you should not be doing this weekend. Things that are counterproductive. Um, saying that uh, you you feel defeated. Don't do that because that means they've won. Hmm. They haven't won. This isn't over yet. Um, saying you're going to leave the country. It, it's not much better anywhere else. It's really not. Um, you know, so don't, don't, don't do that. That's, that's again, that's, that's giving up. Like plant your we, fucking feet, hold your chest up and, and, and head up, head up high and, and fight and protesting. This is the problem. Everybody want to protest. While you're out register. protesting, um, take some photo registration cards. With register you. people, and then once you register them to vote, ensure that they get to the polls to vote. Yeah. In the Bible it says, it says, in the Bible it says, faith without works is dead. Protesting without voting leads to this bullshit that we're in right now. Protesting without voting is uh, like saying thoughts and prayers. It's like changing your profile picture with an overlay of a country that's the Ukrainian flag, for instance. Or blacking out your profile to symbolize yeah. you support Black Lives Matter. Protesting you know? without voting is like sleeping on the steps of the Supreme Court thinking that's going to change 
the overturning of the eviction moratorium. <laughs> you know how I asked on Joanne Reed tonight. I I can't. I you know I I can't. Um I and while while the person I'm about to mention is not my favorite candidate. Mm -hmm. Um not even my favorite person in the entire world. Um, this person is someone that I wouldn't piss on if they were on fire. Um, but that being said, Pennsylvania is winnable. It is. And, you know, no matter, no matter your, your feelings about this person, if you've got friends and family in Pennsylvania, talk to them. Get them, you know, choke on the words if you have to, but you just talk to them because, you know, we, we may not like him, but. That's going to be a hold your nose and vote situation. And he's needed. He's, he's going to be needed. need every seat. Every seat. And he needs to get his ass at black churches as soon as possible. As once he's healed or whatever is going on with him or send his wife like you got to outreach because there's no way he can win that state without black voters no so. and dr oz is already meeting with, with black people thank you and posting it all over mm. social media mm. like you know i understand that his health is a concern um but dog pictures and emojis and memes do not win elections that ain't gonna give what it need to be given. Um, <laughs> you know, President Biden was in black establishments every day, every, every fucking, fucking day. day. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was, yeah. and 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 he <laughs> had the trust of black, the older black voters, who are the most reliable voting block. Reliable. You know, there's there's so many think pieces and about, you know, well, Democrats need to need to do this to get the younger voters. OK, first of all. If you want to be taken seriously in any aspect of your life, you have to do the work, mm -hmm. you have to show up. You know, the 18 to 25 block. Well, yes. In the 2020 election, they they voted in numbers like had never voted before. But it was still smaller than others. Yes. It was still smaller. the smallest voting block, as it is every election. Every, every fucking election. And I can guarantee you those same people, that same voting block, that margin will get smaller in the midterms because they're not reliable. You know, I, I admire um, the Parkland guy, David Hogg, for what he is doing as far as gun safety. However, mm. that they are not registering people to vote at these rallies is a missed opportunity. Again, 
the whole protesting and rallying without voting. That, that, that's the gap there. That's the disconnect. And also, David Hogg, you're speaking about shit that you were probably in Pampers when it happened. Yeah. Like, sir, saying that you remember when Barack Obama had a supermajority in the Senate, dude. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> no, no, you were three. No, you don't. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I'm looking his age up right now because. You're probably 10, maybe. Maybe 10. Probably. Just because I'd like to know. I say between seven and ten. He was eight years old. I see. Boom. <laughs> I. You all you remember is goddamn Powerpuff Girls in reruns on on Cartoon Network. I, I can barely remember when I was eight. I mean. <sighs> You know, if if we learned nothing from the 2020 election, it's that rally attendance does not equal votes. <laughs> and y'all are gonna y'all y'all are gonna y'all gotta like have I need to have a reality check with y'all. I don't care if you have 50 million people at your rally. If those 50 million people aren't registered to vote and aren't active voters, then you're it was all for nothing. It's for not. It was null and void. And then that was the bullshit that people were talking about. Well, Bernie had all these people at his rally. How did he lose the primary? Y'all because, didn't fucking show up. Thank you. You showed up to the rally. States like multiple states over from where you actually live. <laughs> and you didn't fucking vote. Essentially, you went to a concert. No. Uh that was not that good you know and just like you know people want to say that you know oh well you know such and such candidate has all these supporters on twitter okay are 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 all these supporters registered to vote are you making sure all your little friends and your you know twitter group chat are registered are you making sure that they all went to vote are you asking for proof that they fucking voted? And all those followers, are they actually citizens of the United States? Dude, there is also that. I, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all I know is that my conscience is clear. Because yeah. I voted in 2016 and I, I knew what the fuck I was voting for. I And I can sleep well at night. I can grab my dick and sleep well at night. Because <laughs> I... I did what I was supposed to do. I informed people. People didn't listen. And I... This this isn't on me. This isn't on Greg. But this you know what? On... It, it, as a white man, this is on me. Because these are my people. So, you know, while... And, and this, is, this is a lesson that my, my fellow clears can learn. Okay? okay? You know? I... I do the right thing. I have voted in every fucking election since I turned, since I was old enough to vote. Okay. But I still know that there's work to do because other white people are voting against their interests. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I don't, I don't hop into people's mentions and go, oh, well, not all white people because I did it, I volunteered and I did this. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. People want other folks to do the work for them. And, and, and the work is hard. It's hard. It's not work. easy. It's not easy. And it's not, it's not instant gratification. No, it's not. But it's good work. And, and that's the thing that we as a country and we as a generation, I'm talking about us millennials now. Yeah. Older geriatric millennials to an extent. <laughs> and these younger ones. And at Gen Z there needs to come a point in time where we have to get over this selfishness and start thinking about the greater good and, and what's best for the, the, the population. And many times when I go to the polls to vote, I'm not voting <clears throat> for me. I'm not voting for me. I'm voting for other people to ensure that their rights are being upheld, to ensure that they have a voice, to ensure that they have a country to fight for. Like I, I, I hold the, the Constitution near and dear to my heart. I do. As Barbara Jordan said, through amendment. <laughs> yeah. I am now part of we the people. <laughs> yeah. I just... and, and, and as we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, it didn't say the union was already perfect. Right. It says to form a more perfect union. You know, it's, because... It's, the United States is still an experiment. It is. That's, that's why we are called, you know, we are the youngest nation. We, we are an experiment in democracy. We're not always going to get it right. No, we're not. But that's why you have to vote. You have to vote until, you know, one day, and it may not be, you know, in your lifetime. It's certainly not going to be in Brandon's. Um, Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Um you know, but, you know, one day, one day, I have hope that, you know, this country will get it right. And the thing you is, know. we've got it right before. In many instances, but we haven't gotten it right consistently because yeah. people, there's this microwave mentality. And I always use this analogy and people say, what the hell, bro? but I'm going to use it again. When you buy fried chicken from wherever you get it from and you eat it the first day, it's really good, but then you want to go and reheat it so you can eat it the next day. Which would you rather use, the microwave or the stove or the air fryer? Well, we're going to do a microwave or the air fryer, okay? No, no, I'm going to go with the stove, microwave or the stove. If you put that fried chicken in the stove, it's going to taste a lot better. However, it's going to take longer for it to be prepared. If you put that chicken in the microwave, it's not going to taste good, as good as it can. The skin is going to be very rubbery, but you're going to get it quicker. Which, which do you prefer or which will be better for you? Which would taste better? I didn't. And this is, you know, that's also a good analogy for, you know, the, the purity politics gang. Um, you know, all or nothing helps no one. No one. You know, using Brandon's analogy, you can't put your chicken on the stove for 15 seconds and expect it to be perfect. Because it's not going to be. 
it's not. Chance, chances are it's going to be trash. Um, you know, you can't, you're not going to get everything you want all the time. No, you're not. You know, democracy is about compromise. And, you know, this, this generation of people who feel that they should get everything they want right in that minute, this generation of people who, you know, were, were raised not getting their asses beat because they threatened to call child services on their parents and their parents were afraid of them. Mm. You know, first and foremost, the government doesn't owe you as a person shit. Nothing. It is, it is the government of the people, by the people, for the people, not your stupid ass who took out $900,000 in student loans. And signed the fucking promissory note. You signed the promissory note. You know, so- first, first and foremost, you know, no. Student, student loan companies should not be making 18-year-olds, you know, sign these contracts. Should not like, be. That's that's an issue that that needs to be addressed. That I'm sure, um, you know, Secretary Cardona is 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 working on. Yeah. Um, you know, because, and while you may not have gotten your loans forgiven now, you know, there we've still got like six more years of this administration. Yeah. Like it's coming. I'm gonna go further. I'm gonna say <laughs> because we're two more years of this one, four more years, six. I'm going to go further and say 14 more years. If, if we play our cards right, <laughs> if people show the fuck up to vote, we're looking at 50 more years. Thank you. You know, yeah. and, and if you listen to previous episodes, Brandon and I have pretty much planned out the, the next Democratic tickets for yes, we have. the rest of our lives. Yes, we have. Um, but, Shit. you know, <laughs> if you can cons- consistently vote, in more than just general national presidential general elections, you know, you have to vote for city council. You have to, you know, you have to vote for school board. Like you, you have to legislature, like all of that. And, you know, example ballots are, are readily available, Mm -hmm. readily available. If you're not sure you can get a sample ballot. You not know, that nine, hard. nine times out of ten, your local library has them. They do in election season, and they'll let you see it. And while you're at the library, you can look up all the amendments and the people that are running, and like you, you have to stay engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it. Going back to a food analogy, um, when when you order, let's let's say you order a pizza to have it delivered. Um, you usually have to wait a little bit. You do. 30 to 45 minutes. You do. Um, you know, you don't, you don't call the pizza place and say, if you're not here in two minutes, I'm not paying. I I mean, I'm sure there's some white people that do, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you, you have to stay involved in the process, you know, and that's what all of this boils down to, you know, I, I am, I am literally begging anyone who's listening to this. Okay. Make sure your friends and family are registered to vote. Make sure that you and your friends and family 
have a plan to vote. Make sure that you and your friends and family know what's needed to vote in your state. You know, this, if what happened today and again, this is this is Friday. You're listening. This is coming out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if what happened today, Friday, doesn't scare you enough, it's not going to stop here. It's not. They have already told us that this is not where it stops. They will keep going until everyone but straight Christian white men have no rights left. They want to get they want to get back to that white male landowner. That's what they want to get back to. And that was expanded to that was expanded to include all white males of a certain age when Thomas Jefferson ran for president, I believe. Because he was known as the common man. Um but I echo the sentiments of Greg like get your ass out and vote and make sure that you take people with you to go and vote. Like, just don't talk about it. Like be about it. Like put in the fucking work. And it's, it's, and you all say vote like black women, but you don't always listen to black women. Black women have been consistently getting it right since they've been allowed to vote in this country. Emulate black women. Period. Do it with your mouth shut. Like shut the fuck up. Like don't don't insert yourself. Don't make it about you. You know, if if you're on social media, you know, go go check out a, a black woman that you follow's profile. Chances mm-hmm. are there is some content about you know, a candidate that she is supporting. Mm-hmm. That's who you should vote for. That's who you should give money to. That's it. And you should also, you know, support black women when they're running for elected office. Ooh, can we talk about it? Yes, we can. Because this is our show. We can talk about whatever okay. we want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because a bunch of you motherfuckers went up and said Liz Cheney should be the first woman president over Kamala Harris. And some of you even say, you know what? I like Kamala Harris. You know, she's cool, but I don't think she can win because, you know, she, people wouldn't vote for her. Blah. No, people will vote for her. People have a, oh, somebody, no, no, let me go back. People said that she hasn't won a difficult election. She has her her first DA election was tough. Her first election as attorney general was tough as hell. <laughs> I mean, Carl Rove and then went after her in 2010, like big time. And they was like, well, she shouldn't have been struggling because it's California. The same California that voted for Ronald Reagan multiple times. Same so, California um, that nearly recalled Gavin Newsom? Yes. The same California that recalled Ray Davis and then put Arnold Schwarzenegger in office as president. I mean, as, as governor, because he can never be president because he wasn't born here. Well, we don't right. know that because the Supreme Court can overturn that too. Right. <laughs> we shit. 
Nothing is off the table at this point. But I I just, y'all went up for Liz Cheney, went up for her. And then this trick tweets out that she's happy that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Is this y'all's queen? Is this who you all were, were, were going up for and saying she needs to be the first woman president? Jennifer Rubin, I'm calling you out. I am. This, this is who y'all saying? When there's a whole qualified woman that is waiting in the wings to be president of the United States, who will be president, president of the United States. She will be. In six years. And will serve two terms. Yep. I'm, you all are showing that you you talk about you support black women or vote like black women. No, not to you vote like black women, but you don't support black women when they're running for office. Yeah. Because some of y'all are turning on, on um Stacey Abrams and I see you. Yeah. But um but weren't they the same ones that were saying Stacey Abrams should have been the VP? Yep. Mm. So it's not the fact that you all were pulling for Stacey Abrams. Whenever a black woman gets close to winning and becoming a leader or be- getting a leadership role, you all start being fucking idiots and, and turn it on because, again, you all don't want to see black women in leadership. You know, and, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Um, I was just going to say, taking it back to Liz Cheney, um, you know, Benny Thompson is the chair of that committee. And, you know, 90% of y'all just pushed him aside, you know, because, oh, Liz Cheney's a Republican and she's fighting for democracy. Fuck her. She's doing her fucking job. She should be fighting for fucking democracy. And she's only doing this shit because she has a vendetta against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why she's doing it. And now she's asking Democrats in her state to switch into the primary and vote for her. And I swear to God, if I find out that any one of y'all have done this. I'm going to beat your ass. Like you're getting called out. I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) I'm not, but I'm just, you need your ass beat. I don't like to fight. I don't fight. I don't. Low key, I'm a pretty boy. (laughs) Um, I also just real quick, um, I want to ask a question. Um, this question um, goes to all the people who um, have the blue wave emoji in their profile. Um, this, this question also goes out to all the people who um, have hashtag resist in their profile. Um, why is it that when a black person calls you on a microaggression, uh, your your hood your hood slips off? Does it slip off or slip on? Either. <laughs> like why 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 does the why does the white supremacy just jump right out? May I answer that question from Absolutely. my perspective? Um, Absolutely. It's because they're not genuine in their um, 
in their um, alliance. They're not genuine. They want to use this whole idea of, yeah, I have resist and Black Lives Matter in my Twitter bio. Um, it's similar to those individuals that date Black people and say, well, I can't be racist because my partner's Black. You know, it, it's similar to that, in my opinion, from my, you know, gathering of evidence um, and my schema and the evidence that's presented before me, it's, you know, they use that shit to justify, you know, and to be able to um, push back on people when they call them out on their racism. Well, I can't be racist because I went to a Black Lives Matter protest, or in the words of Bernie Sanders, I said black. 17 times or 71 times or something. Yeah, something like Um, that. So that's why. So Brandon brings up a, a very good point. Um, and w- what he's talking about is tokenization. And that, my, my fellow whites, is textbook racism. Saying that you can't be homophobic because you have a blank, a, a gay friend, brother, uncle, what the fuck ever. That's tokenization. Mm-hmm. That's homophobia. Yes. Um, you know, nope. saying nope. that you can't be a misogynist because you have a wife, daughters, mm-hmm. sisters. Um, that's misogyny. Charlemagne. Because he said this shit. <laughs> and, you know, also, you know, while we're, while we're, you know, saying this, um, men, this weekend and going forward, um, saying that you support in, in this instance, instance a woman's right to choose um because of your sisters or your daughters um stop it stop it you should support their right to medical privacy you know because they are fully realized human beings who made you the coochie balls That's that's toxic masculinity. That you only care about these things because you have women in your family. Mm-hmm. So if if you didn't, if you were unmarried, childless, you you wouldn't care about you know the twelve year old girl in Mississippi who gets raped by her father and has to carry this baby to term. That's what that says. This this dude on Twitter said, yeah, rape is bad, but that baby that that rape victim carries could be a blessing. Okay, if you if you if you ever start a thought with, yeah, something is bad, but <laughs> and you're not talking about food or alcohol, keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep it Keep in your head. Close. Do not share that shit. Be quiet. 
He thought he he thought he ate. He thought he, he's getting cooked now, as he should. Good. Absolutely. Like, dude, are you serious? I, and I responded, so if your mother, sister, wife, or daughter was raped by a random man, would you still consider that child a blessing? I highly doubt that you would. Highly doubt that would you, you would. Also, if men could get pregnant, first of all, a bunch of men would be in trouble. <laughs> I probably have a bunch of damn kids right now myself. That's why I swallow. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would be paying child support out the wazoo right now if men could. Anyway, anyway, if men could get pregnant, there would be. There's no doubt in my mind that Roe v. Wade would still be the law of the land. If men could get pregnant, you could get a fucking abortion at an ATM. Thank you. <clears throat> oh, okay. Actually, something else just crossed uh, my 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 Twitter timeline before we before we wrap this up uh, uh-huh. because there's there's a good chance we could go all night. We could. Um, Ao. Uh, <laughs> fellow gays. Um, don't, 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 don't post thirst traps, um, with the, the pro-choice and abortion rights and abortionist healthcare hashtags. Um, that is, that is in such, read the fucking room. It's inconfucking-siderate. And I done made up a new word, inconfucking-siderate. Yeah. Um, it's, it's disgusting. Like that's that is absolutely the grossest thing that you can do. Like that's that's performative, and and you know what? That's something else. Um, abortion and you know the right to an abortion uh, is not just a a women's issue, mm-hmm. um, and and there there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of the talk is very uh, cisgender woman uh-huh. centered, um, but fellow gays. Uh, this is also an issue that affects members of the non-binary and the trans community. Um, so no, this is this is not just a straight people fight. This is our fight too. Yes. It's, it's our fault in, in our fault, our fight in the way that you explained it, but also our fight because again, their right to privacy issue. Yeah. So it's um hopefully <laughs> I say that, you know, cautiously, but hopefully this wakes people the fuck up. Yeah. Um I feel like Lawrence Fishburne in school days at the end of the movie where he was <laughs> ringing that bell wake up please wake up that's how i feel right now um something had to something had to get people's attention and um hopefully again i'm always optimistic um hopefully people will show up in 20 in the 2022 midterms and keep Democrats or and increase Democrats, the Democratic majorities in both the House and the Senate. Yes. 
so um, it can give yeah. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris a stronger governing body in, in, in Congress so they can really get things passed. And it can make mansion and cinema obsolete. Yes. And then you show up in 2024 and re-elect President Biden. If he decides to run, all indications says that he is. But you re-elect President Biden and VP Kamala Harris. And then you vote for Kamala Harris and whoever she chooses her running mate for the next two presidential elections. And ensure that they have the, the working majorities that's needed. Yes. Because right now, I know we have a two-party system and people hate it. But that's the system that works in America. And that's a system that's going to always be in America. There's no room for anything else to have multiple parties. That's not going to work. Not without um, major constitutional overhaul. And yes. And you, that, can't, you can't get that unless you vote. Thank you. So, um, y'all get y'all shit together. Take you know, your asses to the polls and, and take people to the polls. with. And I'm not talking about this. Well, go to the strip polls and actually go to the, the voting polls, too. But make sure you're registered to vote and make sure that you're, you know, being an actively engaged voter and voting in every fucking election. Yes. And if you do, then Greg promises to show whole. You know, for 20, at least. (laughs) Uh, You know, if if you take nothing else from this episode, um, just take this and sit with it um hold it hold it in your soul for a little bit um we're all in this together we are and when i and and brandon and a few of our other friends uh started this this network and this company um you know, one of our, one of our founding principles was that, you know, we will, we will succeed together or we will fail together and Mm -hmm. that nobody is doing this alone. And nothing, nothing I can tell you um, encapsulates this moment that we're all living in than that. Um, You know, if, if we start, you know, sowing division and, you know, not all white people and not all this and like, that's not helping. Don't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if it, it, we're not going to be able to get this done without each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you're curious about how you can help or how you can get involved um, you know, if you, if you live in a, in a deep red state, uh, the DNC has released a, a website. Uh, it is defendchoice.org. That is D-E-F-E-N-D-C-H-O-I-C-E.org. Um, go there. It's, it's being updated constantly. Uh, as as resources and um, information is is given to, to them, um, they are they are updating the website as that comes in. Uh, there will be uh, information broken down by state. Um, so put it 
put it in your favorites, uh, you know, and it just check it as often as you can. Um, and one final thing from me, uh, something that I, I just saw, uh, if you are a person with a period tracking app on your smartphone or your tablet, or, you know, even on your laptop, get rid of it, get rid of it now. Um, because that will, that will be used against you. Uh, so, you know, people are protesting this weekend. If you're, if you're, if you're going out to join them, um, please be safe, please be smart. Um, if it, if it doesn't feel safe, it's not safe. Um, you know, there are going to be people who are looking for confrontation. Um, just please, please be careful out there. Um, carry you some mace yes and um also stop by uh your county clerk's office pick up some uh voter registration cards yes voter registration cards yes if you're going out get those get the people in your neighborhood registered um especially those that that you're out protesting with um because like brandon said uh protest without voting is useless mm-hmm. and also fuck eddie glock also that <laughs> very much that um but yeah that's uh that's it for us uh be sure to um this feels really gross to do this after everything we've just talked about yes but i have to um Tune in uh, Thursday uh, for the season one finale of Coastal Elites. Um, we've got we've got guests, yes, uh, and it's it's going to be the biggest gayest episode of this show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody may show hole. It's probably not going to be me. Um, it won't be me because I. I haven't waxed in a while, so it's nothing. Nothing. A little hair down there. It's it's a bit crazy right now. Um, you know, it's it's giving very like Burt Reynolds mustache down there. Uh, it just adds so. a little more friction. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so we will uh, see everyone hopefully on uh, Thursday for the season finale. Um, you know if. If there's anything that you feel like should have been added to this conversation, um, leave us a review, leave it in there. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at the joyful elite. That's the, with two E's. Um, and we are at coastal elites pod one, one. Yes. On, on Twitter or uh, Instagram. And that's, that's really the only place that we are. Um, so yeah, and until Thursday, we will see y'all later. Have a good night and try to keep it together.
Loving this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Coastal Elites is a Spring Break 83 production in association with the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network and Joyful Warrior Media LLC. No portion of this podcast may be reproduced or distributed commercially without consent.